Welcome into the In the Money Podcast for KeelanSelect.com for Saturday, November 21st. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keelan's Director of Wagering Development. We're going up to Aqueduct, take a look at their late pick four, which includes the grade three Red Smith on the turf at a mile and three-eighths. Usually attracts a, a good-sized field, a well-matched group, and that seems to be the case again this year. So we'll start there, Jim, with the grade three Red Smith and who you like. Well, like Sadler's joy in here. I think the race goes goes through him. Um, he's got the best last race buyer. He's got the best back class. He's, he's actually dropping down in class. He hadn't raced at a grade three for a while. Had a list of stakes back in uh, back in June, but he's uh, grade one, grade one, grade two. Uh, got beat by Channel Maker the last two times out. Channel Maker almost wired the Weir's Cup turf a couple weeks ago, so Sadler's Joy chose not to go there. Um, he's just a really tough campaigner. Seven for 33 lifetime, $2.5 million in, in earnings. And I, I just think he's going to be a, a likely favorite here. I don't think he's a lock, however. I think Zayad, the 8, and Red Knight, um, the 10, both coming out of the grade 3 Sycamore at Kingland, fit well here. Uh, Zayad, that was his first uh, race back in the United States after being overseas and racing at Longchamp and uh, Deauville. And he tr- changes trainers. Uh, Graham Motion takes him. Um, ran behind Red Knight in the Sycamore, but only got beat by two links. Was it hung on the outside in the 10 hole and had a wide trip. So uh, finished right there with Red Knight and uh, postulation. So I-, I give him a shot. And then the other one is Red Knight, the 10 horse that uh, won the Sycamore. And is coming in the race off two really good races, one at Kentucky Downs where lost the Kentucky Turf Cup to uh, Arklow, and then came back and won the Sycamore. So he's in probably the best form of his life right now for Bill Mott. Uh, Ortiz rides him. Uh, he rode him back in the uh, in the uh, late fall last year. So I think he fits well, too. I think it comes down to those three, actually. Uh, uh, if Red Knight's a little bit better, better priced than Sadler's Joy, I might take a win bet on him because I do think he's coming to the race very well. So Red Knight would be my lukewarm pick here. I kind of saw it the same way. I ended up taking Zyad. Um, second start for Graham Motion, who does really well in these marathon types of races. And uh, wide post last time was the Brigham from the 10 hole, which, you know, you think post isn't a big deal going a mile and a half. But it's three turns, and, and he was pretty wide uh, in his trip. So a uh, you know, better trip might help. He's only beaten two lengths last time. Just missed in a group one back in the summer. Franco rides him back, so I just thought, uh, and I think you know, nine to two. It, uh, I don't know that he gets bet down a whole lot off that, off that uh, performance in the Sycamore. So I think uh, for the price and uh, the potential improvement, I took Zayad, uh, Red Knight, and Sadler's Joy right there. I mean, I think Sadler's Joy is two for two at Aqueduct, which adds to the appeal for him. Uh, the other one I, I'm going to throw in there when we get to the pick four is North Dakota. First start off, uh, second start off, a, a bit of a break. For Shug McGahey ran really well in, in the Sycamore, and uh, if he improves again, uh, you know, another step off that last bit of improvement, then he could be right there, and you get a much bigger price on him. So I'm going to throw that one in as well. Pick four starts in the seventh race with a 30k non-winners of two lifetime claiming event, mile and a sixteenth on the turf for three-year-olds and up, and I think this is one where you can narrow down a pick four ticket. I took traffic pattern on top for Chad Brown, and I read Ortiz. Raced a little higher level the last two starts, so the drop from 40 to 30 might be the trick for traffic pattern. 
If not, then Bee Catcher running and claiming company for the first time out of the Grand Motion Barn is is uh, raced against some some better horses than uh, he's facing here. So I think one of those two wins it. If you want to go deeper within the race, KK Ichikawa with Rosario could be a little interesting. But I think uh, nine and eight is going to get it done for me in the pick four. How about you? That's exactly the three horses that I use in exactly the same order. I've got traffic patterns circled, dropping from uh, 40 down to 30. Uh, I think KK uh, Ichikawa is the bargain here at 6-1 to one for Rosario and Nevin. Uh, may get overlooked in the wagering a little bit because I think all the wagers are going to go to B-catcher coming out of that Kentucky Downs race for motion and then uh, traffic pattern, the obvious choice here for Chad Brown. So I think Ichikawa, you've got you've to put, uh, uh, put him in there and uh, hope that you'll get that 6-1 to one morning line price. And uh, so my pick four would start out with those three horses, 2-8-9. Go to the eighth race, New York bred allowance, first level allowance, non-winners and one other than, six furlongs on the main track, three-year-olds and up. How would you see this one? I wish I could see, see some long shots here, but this uh, this sequence looks pretty chalky to me. I don't, I don't know that we're going to have a huge pick four payoff. As soon as I say that, there will be some bombs and uh, we'll, we'll all be – I'll be wrong here, but I thought this race narrowed down to three horses. I used uh, Wow Brown, the three horse uh, for Charlton Baker, figure Lake Shipper, but the numbers really fit well here, uh, better than most. And I uh, sometimes those Finger Lake Shippers get in there and you get a price on them. So I think this horse fits well. I think Gemography, the the five horse, uh, won the last race easily on a muddy track at Belmont. Don't know if that's what moved him up or not, but he ran the best buyer of his life in that race, and uh, uh, Mark Hennig comes, you know, takes over training, so I think that uh, he fits well, and then my pick is Saratoga Powell, the seventh horse for Chris Englehart, Eric Kinsell, fits perfectly, won a starter allowance last time out that didn't knock him out of this allowance, this uh, condition, and uh, horse coming back off a win, and also got an 88 buyer at Saratoga this past summer in uh, breaking his maiden, so I think Saratoga Powell uh, I could be talked into singling this horse here, but uh, I'm, I don't have a big, ambitious uh, pick four, so I'm going to go three deep. I uh, went a little deeper in here. I took the five on top, Gemography. Uh, second start for Mark Hennig. Horse has been first or second, 12 of 20 starts. And not wild about the fact that he's been second more than first, but um, it's just the second time running out of the Hennig barn. So, uh, and he ran a nice race last time with an 81 buyer. So any improvement uh, would make this one tough. Saratoga Powell was the next one I had off that 79 buyer. Uh, a nice win there. Uh, Notorious Flirt, uh, second time off the layoff for Linda Rice. I thought you might be able to catch a little bit of a price there. Uh, Ricken has four wins. Uh, the eight horse, the three Wow Brown, three wins, three seconds from nine starts. So um, ended up going deeper in here without a real strong opinion. I took gemography on top. Tenth race is a New York bred maiden claimer, three-year-olds and up at a mile and a sixteenth on the turf. And I ended up using three horses here. I took uh, Jim Bond's Bricko, the six on top. Uh, open lengths, horse they've been trying to get on the turf and uh, hopefully finally we'll be able to do that here for George Weaver. I thought the seven open lengths um, was worth a look. And then the self-made out of the Bill Mott barn Going to throw that one in there as well. So just going to go three deep in the last leg. Um, so um, I ended up spreading out most in the uh, second leg of this. Um, but how do you uh, look at the 10th race? 
Uh, I went three deep as well. I think Bricko was my top choice, but uh, I also used Michael's Bad Boy, the eight horse, for uh, Sassy Joseph. Uh, this horse has been knocking uh, on the door uh, for a while at the maiden forty level. <clears throat> excuse me, and um, uh, Ortiz rides rides uh, him back, and I think he, he fits well here. And then the other horse I used was the uh, two horse. We'll make sure on my pronunciation on this. I should be testing with you, Bielfeld, maybe. Biofeld, I don't know, for David Donk and, and Manny Franco. Sounds good to me. Uh, this, yeah, this horse uh, ran ran okay last couple of times, but he killed three back and uh, actually actually lost to KK Ichikawa, who we mentioned earlier in in uh, the allowance race. So only got beat by a head there and got a sixty five buyer. So I think uh, got, I'm going to throw that horse in there as well, just because of that connection. So I'm going to go three deep in the pick four. My pick four tickets going to start with uh, just two horses, eight and nine. I'm going to leave out KK at Chikawa just to keep the ticket down, but um, may may regret that. But I'm going to go eight, nine with three, five, six, seven, eight, five deep in the second leg, four, five, eight, ten, and then six, seven, nine to round it out for a $60 ticket. Uh, and like you, I don't see any huge prices. Uh, maybe that notorious flirt is one that you, uh, if. Uh, that one would jump up and win. You might get a nice price for that Linda Rice trainee. But I, I think this tends to be uh, a lower price pick four, so I didn't want to go too expensive either. How about you? I can't remember the last time I did this, but I'm going three by three by three by three. So <laughs> it shows you I don't have a lot of firm opinions, but I could go ahead and go deeper. It's a $40.50 ticket. So 289 with 357 with 4810 with 268. Uh, hoping to get a couple prices in there, maybe make that forty dollars into three hundred or so. So, if you're trying to merge the the two of our tickets, you <coughs> might uh, try to look for a way to pare it down somewhere in the first three races and uh, use all the ones we like between us. The only common uh, theme is that six horse in the last race. Uh, a little bit of a challenging uh, sequence, and uh, hopefully, you can catch a, a decent price in there somewhere, or maybe sometimes you know a, a quartet of. Third or fourth choices can pay really well. So best of luck with your plays on Saturday. Uh, it's got a nice stake at uh, Churchill on Saturday. You've got uh, Del Mar running. So uh, some good spots around the country to, to take a shot while you're watching college football and the NFL this weekend. Best of luck, and we'll be back next week for another edition of the End the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.